now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. We're doing what we do best. We're just driving up and down the highways and byways of America, picking up songs wherever we can find them. People leave them laying around all over the and place. Say, oh, you don't want that song? We'll, well take that we song. Well, we might like that song. We'll dust it off. Yep. Yeah, it's and a pretty good song. Yeah, people ask us, they say, Derriers, exactly what is Americana music? And that's a good question well, that we, we endeavor to answer it the best we can. Not like we're experts or anything, but, no, we, but we do have an opinion. That's true. And uh, we have a definition. And Absolutely. And that is that it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. And that's a broad palette right there. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it could be it could be rock. It could be it could be like uh, classical. It could be Tejano. It could be uh, pop. Techno. You said you said Tejano. That's a that's a good way. We have to come back to that. We have to. Yeah. It could be country. Uh, it could be punk. It could be R&B. Gospel. It could be ragtime. It could be opera. It could be Cajun. It could be, you know what else it could be? What? Boogaloo! <laughs> I love Boogaloo. We love Boogaloo. I love the name. It's, I like just saying it, yeah. Well, the format of the show is that we show up each week, each of us, with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's correct. And we parse them out one at a time. We take turns starting the show. I started last week, Leo, so... Uh, uh, you get to be first up this week. I can't wait to see what you're going to kick this show off. Yeah, with. I've been I've been thinking about this. You know, we we keep talking about Mercury Records. Oh yeah, it comes up all the time. Sure does. And so I I took it upon myself to do a little um, dug a little deeper into the the history of this of this record company. Right. Oh cool. Now first, one of the first things I did when I typed in said. Um, Performers who have recorded on the Mercury uh, label. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Wow, it's hundreds. Oh yeah, I'm sure hundreds all over the place. And so the more I read about them, uh, I learned some stuff about it. Now let's get a load of these guys. They were kind of like a minor player in the recording industry when they first got started. They had no way to compete with um, the big the big labels like RCA and Decca and Capital. You know. But they had a, their marketing strategy of those bigger companies uh, was to go straight to broadcast. Okay. Okay. Well, these guys, they instead went after the jukebox market. Oh, really? And they were very, very clever the way they worked this. They, they had the ability. They had two of their own record uh, pressing plants, right? Okay. One in Chicago, one in St. Louis. So what they could do is they could send somebody into the studio and record them and basically uh, ship it off to the, their own pressing plant, 24-hour turnaround time. Wow. And they had 45s, and they would go out and start sticking them in jukeboxes all over the place. Wow. It so, was did, a, so they had distribution. They had their own up. distribution. Wow. They, they were vertical. They didn't have to depend on the radio stations. You Interesting. Know, for that. So they not only did it, it get them a lot more penetration into the market directly to the soda shops and whatever, 
but it cost them a lot less to do it that way. Yeah. So they were, uh, they were, um, they, a lot of funny things about them. When Mercury Records, they hired a midget that they dress up to look like the Mercury guy. Okay. You know, and, and they actually got him uh, a chance to, uh, to play in a major league baseball game one time at bat, you know, just for the publicity. That's a, that's a whole story. Okay. So get a load of this. Now that I'm going to, I'm going to kind of zero in on one particular artist. Um, this, uh, this gal's name was Clara Ann Fowler. And uh, that name didn't work for the record company, so they changed her name to Patty Page. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And um, she, um, she was just really getting started, and she ended up at Mercury Records. And uh, she was going to, later on, she was destined for big things, you know. Uh, but early on, uh, there was a record that uh, she was, they wanted her to record it. And the, the, rec- the, the song was actually supposed to be been, uh, done by Vic Damone. Oh sure, but and somehow they said, okay, well, this gonna, we're going to have her do it instead. So the song actually re- was a duet, but since they couldn't afford the the second singer, they did something very unusual. They multi-tracked it. Oh my! Now this is now uh, this is the first time they had overdubbed vocals. Uh, it, first time in the industry this had happened, and um, it, it was their, it was a very unusual approach to it, and it became a huge hit for her. Wow! So now we got two things going on: we got the whole Mercury Re- 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 Records deal, right? And we got Patty Page, uh-huh. and this is a beautiful, beautiful song. And uh, they they called her the um, the what was the thing? The Singing Rage Miss Patty Page. Wow! So this song uh, became a huge hit for her, and she was singing to herself, right? Okay. Uh, so this is Patty Page doing Confess. Confess, confess. Why don't you confess? Yes, yes. I wish you'd reveal to me, reveal to me the way that you feel. Tender word from you 
that's fading when the sunshine won't come through confess confess please don't make me get don't make me get if you really care for me if you should care then darling Patty Page and Patty Page. That's awesome. There you go. That's great, Leo. That's back to you, Roger. Okay. Uh, I want to... Uh, this is somebody that you're going to uh, enjoy. A guy by the name of Sean Phillips. Oh, man. Remember we listened to him back in the 70s? Yeah, we had that record. We just on the turntable constantly. Right. Yeah. And uh, that, I can't remember the name of it, although I should, uh, but uh, showed him from the back and he had this long hair. Long hair yeah. and he was wearing kind of a rope thing yeah. sitting on yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he was born in 1943 uh, in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, his father uh, was a writer of spy num- novels. And his uncle was a CIA officer. <laughs> well, this explains a lot. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But he grew up in various locations around the world, including Tahiti, and learned to play guitar when he was really young. Uh, they returned to live in Texas in the late 50s. He was in the Navy for a while, then he moved to California, played in folk clubs, along with singer-songwriter Tim Harden, comedian Lenny Bruce, yeah. and others, okay, during yeah. that time, right? Yeah, there you go. Um, he uh, went to, to Saskatoon, Canada, met and taught guitar techniques to an aspiring singer, Joni Anderson. Now, wait a minute. He taught? Joni Anderson. And I think who, I know who Joni Anderson is. Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. Okay. Yeah. yeah so how he cool taught that? her some guitar techniques early in life. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's very cool. So uh, he was traveling in India, and he stopped in London and met a record producer who signed him to Columbia Records. And he released two albums on that label, which they really didn't do anything. But he also um, uh, met, during this period, he met Donovan. Again. But he's yeah. Scottish, right? Uh, well, yeah. But uh, they they collaborated on several songs, including Season of the Witch. Yeah. Uh, Phillips composed a melody, but although he didn't get credit for it. Uh, he also appeared on several of Donovan's albums, including uh, Fairy Tale. And he's credited as co-writer of uh, Little Tin Soldier. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sunshine Superman and, and Mellow Yellow. Had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. And through Donovan, he met the Beatles and contributing back, backing vocals on Lovely Rita. Oh, man. Isn't this crazy? That's crazy. I just love it. So he continued to tour and secured a standing ovation for his impromptu solo performance in the 1970 Isle of Wight Festival. He was also approached to be the Broadway, uh, the lead in the Broadway production of Jesus Christ Superstar. No kidding. And he started rehearsing the show, but he withdrew because of, because of contractual disagreements with the show's producer. Hmm. So, um, but anyway, it, it, it's really interesting, uh, this story. He retired from music in the mid-1900s and qualified as an emergency medical, medical technician and a firefighter in Texas. <laughs> He moved to near Port Elizabeth, South Africa in 2000 with his wife. He worked as a paramedic with the, with the National Sea Rescue Institute. This is really interesting here. He said, one of my, this is a quote from him, 
One of my EMT calls was an 89-year-old woman named Clara who had fractured her pelvis from stepping out of bed too hard. Happens with with, uh, aging people. Um, I took a great deal of care to keep her from suffering before we transferred her to Austin EMS. I said to her, we're going to give you over to these guys, but you're in very good hands. She was very frightened. As I left, she grabbed me by the arm, looked me in the eyes and said, thank you so much for taking care of me. And the music business just disappeared into the distance. Wow. He said, I got a double standing ovation in front of 657,000 people at the Isle of Wight in the 1970s. You can imagine the rush. But that moment with Clara, which was much more powerful because that work is immediate. It's as real as it can get. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So I picked this tune. Um, It's from 1973. Uh, It's an album of his called Bright White. And that's the title cut, right? Now I told you a long time ago that I'd hold you Never let you go behind me Anywhere I might flow And I know you're believing in me And I hope you are seeing my dream A whole lot of people in this world is running It's a long way in the face of fear And there's a lot of men left without any tears anymore Money is a name in the game of fame But the music don't come out to quite the same anymore It's all about a bright, white light Shining through your mind and guiding your way Come on, put your arms around me Fill me with your joy and rock me tonight That's it I told you a long time ago that I'd hold you Never let you go behind Anywhere I might flow And I'll hold you in winter and spring And behold you in everything I sing Being in your arms is just like a coming home It's a long way in the face of fear There's a lot of men left without any tears anymore Money is a name in the game of fame But the music don't come out to quite the same anymore It's all about a bright white light Shining in your mind and guiding your way This song remind me of Boone's Farm. <laughs> oh boy, I think we consumed a bit of that listening to Sean Listen Phillips to over the years. Oh. You know, he's got a distinctive guitar playing style. He also plays a lot of twelve string, but that really syncopated uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a pattern that he has in his singing too. It's a flashback so, right there. Yeah. Well, there you go. 
Okay, Leo, back over to you. Benjamin Franklin, PA, I think is how it's, it's pronounced. The guy was born in September of 1931 and passed away in 1988. He was better known as Brooke Benton. Oh wow! One of these guys comes up with these names. I don't know, but <laughs> but but uh, maybe over early, uh, but the pre- predecessor to Boots Farm. It could be. I was at the Boots Farm. We didn't drink Boots Farm. Uh, anyway, they, he, this guy was an American singer and songwriter, and he was popular uh, through the whole rock and roll thing, rhythm and blues, and pop music uh, during the late fifties and early sixties. And um, he made it as kind of a, a torch singer, you know, with that. Um, songs like It's Just a Matter of Time and Endlessly. I mean, he had some real classic songs. And then he he didn't do much for about the next 10 years or so. Like you. Like me. Yeah. Today. <laughs> still. Same. Yeah. Still. Uh-huh. But it, it, during that time, between like the 60s and early, around 1970, his voice apparently dropped about an octave. Oh, my. As near as I can tell. And uh, he had a big comeback hit in 1970. But he, he has a background uh, doing gospel music. He, he grew up in South Carolina and the whole bit. And uh, the, the reason he changed his name, according to his bio, is it was a suggestion uh, of a label executive, a guy named Marv Halsman. He said, no, that, that doesn't, nobody can pronounce it. Like us. Yeah, right. Like us. So the, the song he chose um, was actually written by Tony Joe White. Who's had a lot of hits on his own. Okay. And here again, it's just this cup, probably one of the coolest, sexiest songs, really, of the era. Uh, it's a song called uh, Rainy Night in Georgia. Hoovering by my suitcase, trying to find a warm place to spend the night. Heavy rain falling. Seems I hear your voice calling, it's all right A rainy night in Georgia A rainy night in Georgia It seems like it's raining all over the world I feel like it's raining all over the world Neon signs are flashing Taxi cabs and buses passing through the night A distant morning of a train Seems to play a sad refrain to the night Such a rainy night in Georgia Lord, I believe it's raining all over the world I feel like it's raining all over the world How many times I wondered still comes out the same No matter how you look at it or think of it It's life 
And you just got to play the game Place in a boxcar, so I take my guitar to pass some time. Late at night, it's hard to rest. I hold your picture to my chest, and I feel fine. But it's a rainy night in Georgia. Feel it's raining all over the world. Kinda lonely that, and it's raining all over the world. Oh, have you ever been lonely, people? And you feel that it was raining all over this man's world. You're talking about raining, 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 raining over the world. Some songs just kind of put you in the mood, you know? Oh, yeah. That's a classic right But yeah, his voice changed so much. Uh, I, I, one of these days, I'll go back and pick up one of his earlier hits and kind of compare the two. But oh, that'd there be you fun. Go. Oh, look at the time. Hey, yeah. We have used up our time for this uh, segment of the show, I Fl- think. Flying ties. Yeah. You know, of course, tomorrow's moving day. It's always moving day. Yeah. yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. we need to go out. We need to police the area, pick up the trash. Yeah. And, and we need mm-hmm. to, of course, check that. Left, left rear inside duel, and no, no getting out of it. It's oh, your turn. I knew you were. You go get say the tire that. tester. Okay, fine. I'll get the trash bag. I'll do it. Okay. If you never see me again, <laughs> oh, we could be so lucky. <laughs> we could be so lucky. Okay, well, at least one of us will be back uh, in just a few minutes. This is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. <laughs> We're back. Everybody has to be someplace. Yes, we are. And yes, I'm, are. I'm glad that you made it back I, safely. I did. I did. I was, I'm petrified. <laughs> but, but I'm better because, I, I, you know, there's beer later. So That's true. Yeah, that'll, yeah. I'll feel better. So uh, how was the tire? Four pounds yeah. low. Yeah, just a pretty, you know, you know, there's few things that we can count on in that, our life. That's one of the few. That is that's, nice. That's right. Yeah, there yeah. is comfort in that. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, okay. we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Greencastle, Indiana. Greencastle, Indiana. Uh-huh. Listen, this is a nice little town. It is. And when I say little, I mean it's little. Yeah. You know, I think, I, I think it's about 10,000 people, something like that. Yeah. We, we've been in smaller and, and we've larger. been in smaller towns, yeah. And, you know, and this is one of those towns where everybody sees Rosie I mean uh-huh. oh yeah they they know that we're here they've been kind of driving by with their kids in the car that's right and they're pointing at us <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> leave yes. those guys stay alone. in school stay. or you'll end up like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's kind of funny I mean the town was actually you know founded a long time ago 1821 and uh, they took the name of the town uh, from another um, another green castle. Okay. I think it was in Pennsylvania or someplace, but really, aside from the, they stay they stayed out of trouble. Okay, and that's why there's no history. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess like, there's something to be said for that. There's one thing I did notice. Okay. though. Apparently, I've driven past this town at least a couple of times because it's located on I-70. 
uh-huh. right, which right. goes east out of Kansas City, mm-hmm. uh, and to Indianapolis. It's about halfway in there. Yeah, we've been there to see our buddy Dave. Mm-hmm. We've I've driven that a couple of times. I've never heard of Greencastle nope. until now. Well, so there we go. It, here we are. It's a it's a nice town. And this is a good place, but no, not not any particular excitement so far. Well, you know, our you know people ask us. They say, "Dairy is exactly why do you travel across this great country of ours in that old RV?" Well, yeah, we don't, don't really have any place else to go. I mean, it's kind of what we do. We got to stay on the move. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, that's a, that's true. Pretty much. Uh, unlike our compadres here at Truckers Radio USA, who have these things called. Ranches, ranches, you yes. know, and, and they do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. Uh, I, I envision them at home, not like us. Yeah, right. S- sitting in a little, you know, Shady Grove RV park, right. working hard in the RV. Yeah. They're at home. They're yeah. sitting around there in their uh, slippers. And, probably a bathrobe. Probably. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, good for them. Yeah. Of course, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the... Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains, yes. Alan Bailey has the Swingin' Gate Ranch out in western Kansas. We've been there. Yep. Uh, Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. We've been there. Been there. And Orrin Friesen, of course, has the Rockin' Banjo Ranch. We are always welcome at the Orrin's Ranch. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yeah, even if we don't have a banjo. No, we don't. Although we do. Oh, he's got a banjo. We don't need a banjo. That's true. There's that. And he has a banjo sponsor. That's right. Which is one thing we don't have. We don't have a sponsor. Right. Uh, and you know, we used to uh, we we did whine about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. That's and, correct. And uh, until our pal Suzanne set us straight, and she said, uh, she said, you guys have a ranch. She said, you have the biggest ranch of all. It's the entire continental United States. You could say we have a ranch without, without fences. fences. That's true. And, and we ride that range in our RV called Ramblin' Road. Rosie gets us there. She does. <clears throat> yep. A little uh, air on the tires, a little gas in the tank. Yep. Not yep. fast, but uh, steady as she goes. Steady as she goes. Yep. 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 That's right. Absolutely. Okay. Let's see. Where were we? I can't remember. Uh, you don't remember much, but I, uh, no, I believe I I'm really. up. Okay. Are you up? Yes. Okay. Good for us. <laughs> we uh, we certainly like to uh, feature our pals on this show as much as we can, and and uh, I'm going to feature. Uh, uh, somebody we met a few years ago um, through the International Western Music Association, Lily Robert. Lily, isn't she great? We got to sing with her. We did, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. We uh, had her up, got to be her backup band uh, for a while. At uh, a few years ago at the IWMA, a few brief moments. Yes, yes, but they were great. Uh, well, I'm going to feature a tune um, um, that we actually did with her. Okay, okay yeah. at, at the IWMA. Um, and, you know, I looked into some of her history. She picked up the guitar at age 12, wrote her first song at 14, and started a professional music career at 16. Wow. When she won the Arizona Teenage Fair, she received $50, a recording contract, and a one-week stint at the Shrunken Head Coffee House. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would love to play at the Shrunken I Head I would. I think it'd be great. Absolutely. So eventually she worked her way up to singing with a 13-piece orchestra at the renowned <laughs> Fairmont Hotel in San Francisco. Good grief. Yeah. And um, and we were there when this happened. Um, uh, I don't remember what year. It was not too many years ago. Um she uh, her album Swing Set got right. best Western Swing album of the year from the International Western Music Association, yes. and then uh, a year or two later, 
she uh, was uh, voted the best Western songwriter of the year. So uh, she, she's really nice. She's deserving. Too. Yeah, she really is. Uh, she has. A, she calls her style cowgirl jazz, and uh, and it's really a sweet style. I like it. Uh, this is a song uh, off of that uh, award-winning album, Swing Set. Let's hear Lily Robert doing finger-licking music. Finger 
I remember that it was fun learning this song. Yeah. Because it was you and me and our, our buddy Jimbo. Right. And uh, when we got there, we just kind of nailed it. Yeah, we did. It was fun. It, it felt pretty good. And she's a delight to work with. She uh, really is. You know, and uh, uh, Lily, I hope you're listening because uh, we really enjoyed playing with you and like listening to your music. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Leo, what do you got? I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to play a song. And I got to tell you the truth, Roger. I, I hope that we, you and I can work this song out. Oh, wow. Uh, from the time I heard it, I've, I've liked this song. This guy's name is Slade Cleaves. And um, he, it's, a, it's a song called Broke Down. He recorded it back in 2000. Uh, but he's a, an American singer-songwriter. He was born in Washington, D.C. and raised in South Berwick, Maine, in another town called Round Pond, Maine, which I haven't looked up. It kind of sounds interesting. But he was a, he's an alumni of uh, Tufts University where he majored in English and philosophy. And he currently lives in Austin, Texas, right? But uh, he's, still, he's still touring full-time. I mean, that's his whole thing. And his roots extend back prior to his days playing in a high school garage band with his childhood buddy Rod, a guy named Rod uh, Picot, who is, he has also worked with uh, as he's gotten you know, to be more of a touring. Uh, but here's, here's one of the things I like most about this guy. I got to tell you, besides this great song. Um, he has held many jobs as a touring musician, right, to kind of, you know, supplement his income while he's working because we all know that music doesn't pay all that well. <laughs> and he has held, he's held uh, many jobs, janitor, warehouse worker, rope tow operator, whatever that is, film developer, groundskeeper, meter reader, test subject, pizza delivery driver, and my very favorite, ice cream truck driver. Hey, we know what that's like. We know what that's like. We We've can identify that. with this guy. Hey, man. He's but, a, a brethren. They, absolutely. Yeah. The, the ice cream truck brethren right there. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he, he got his love of music by listening to people like um, Woody Guthrie, Johnny Cash, Hank Williams, Chuck Berry, Bruce Springsteen. I mean, listen, these are all our, our influences. Too. Oh, you better Tom believe Petty, it. Tom Petty, Tom Waits, Creedence Clearwater Revival. But he sat down and wrote this song. And uh, again, I, I want to do this song, you and I, one of these days, if we can sit down and learn it. Slate Cleaves is a song called Broke Down from 2000. Sherry had a pawn shop bound of gold, a sink full of dishes and a love grown cold. Long came a boy, pretty as the devil. She took his hand, the whole thing unraveled. There's no turning round, it's broke down Billy took the ring, jammed it in his pocket Drove downtown and tried to hawk it Down at the bottom of Lake Pontchartrain There's a love note carved inside a wedding ring Broke down, cracked it and shattered Left in like it never even mattered Broke down, torn and frayed Ain't nothing left you could give away There's no turning round It's broke down Ain't no telling where love goes Baby, down where the black river flows Coming back round It's broke down It's 
in the back seat and another on the way. Sherry thinks of Billy at the end of every day. Spends her nights waiting for real life to start. Listening to the sound of her double-crossed heart. Broke down, cracked it and shattered. Left in pieces like it never even mattered. There's no turning around. It's broke down. Side of town, two lovers lie still. Cigarette smoking on a windowsill. There's a picture locked up in an old suitcase. Billy closes his eyes, but he still sees her face. Broke down, cracked it and shattered. Left in pieces like it never even mattered. Broke down, torn and frayed. Nothing left you could give away There's no turning around It's broke down It's just a good song. That's real nice, Leo. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And through the miracles of modern technology, I've already downloaded it. Oh, so we got some work to do. Yeah, we'll get busy on that. Okay, I mean, we just sit around in this shady grove. Yeah, we got time to do that. Time to do that. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I think it's your turn. I believe it is. And uh, you know how I love good yodeling. Oh yeah. And uh, it's time for us to. You're a regular yodel connoisseur. (laughs) That's one word, by (laughs) the way. Yodel connoisseur, yes. Okay, good. Yeah, I'd spell it for you if I could. No, you could. <clears throat> yeah, but I can't. But uh, but anyway, we're going to revisit the Desurik sisters. Okay. Remember, uh, we did those. I actually looked back. It was episode 19 okay. that we did them. Uh, they're also known as the Cackle Sisters. I was first introduced to them by Dr. Demento. Okay. I, listening I, on the farm in, uh, in, in the central Kansas back in the 60s. Um, they were they were the first women to become stars on both the National Barn Dance and the Grand Old Opry. Wow. And it was based largely on their original yodeling style. They were born and raised on a farm in Royalton, Minnesota, Mary Jane and Carolyn DeZurich. And they were part of a family of seven. Their father played fiddle, the sisters sang, and their brother Jerry played accordion and guitar. But they they said that they were in, their yodeling style was inspired by the animals and birds around them. Okay, this is getting weird. Oh, it it is. Uh, they developed an astonishing repertoire of high hunting yodels and yips that soon had them winning talent contests all over central Minnesota. I remember this. Oh, yeah. I remember oh, they, now. They're incredible. Uh, they signed, a, in 30, 1936, they signed a contract to appear regularly on um, WLS in Chicago, the National Barn Dance, and they were hired in 1937 to perform on Perina Mill's Checkerboard Time Radio Show, where they sang as the Cackle Sisters. Oh, boy. So, um, they, um, this is, there was not really a lot of um, recorded music of theirs. But this one, I believe, uh, oh, it's from 1938. Wow. And you're going to love it. The Desiric Sisters doing Arizona Yodeler. Way out in Arizona, in a town they call Winona, where the folks you meet all know a thing or two. 
Lives a lad of great ambition Who had set as his life's mission To excel upon his own day And he'd play a little tune On his Spanish guitar He'd mingle with a song The sweet refrain In the evening in the cactus He would get a lot of practice On his He was trailing, you would always hear him wailing on his yodel. Yodel, 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 Once a big shot from the city heard him warbling the ditty, and a company was all then he said, look here, my sonny, you can make a lot of money with the other And he'd play a little tune on his Spanish guitar. He'd mingle with a song this week for Then our hero took the tip and packed his whip and took a trip and soon was singing over the radio to you. If the Swiss heard what he's earning, green with envy, they'd be turning when he ought to do that. Soon he met a little maiden who was talent, who was laden, and she fell for him like flowers for the dew. And he wished not to evade her, and he used to serenade her with his And he'd play a little tune on his Spanish guitar. He'd mingle with a song the sweet refrain. In case you didn't weren't listening closely, that was a yodeling shave and a haircut oh, two bits. I have no doubt. <laughs> I love those gals, man. I They're just no incredible. Doubt. They are. They were nuts. You yeah. know, they, and you know how they're probably like ninety years old now. Uh, yeah. Or dead. Well, <laughs> let's hope not. Let's hope not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? What? Uh, I think we're about out of time. Oh, I think you're right. And this is the part uh, where we have to go out during this break and apologize to the neighbors. We take uh, beer. For the past week. Yeah, we I'll take say, beer hey, as a, a beer. peace offering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so do you have the beer? Did you get the beer? I got the beer. It's, okay. it's good beer, yeah. Oh, you got good beer? No, I got Pabst. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> it's good enough. But, you know, and, and as you know, we've been um, searching for a sponsor. We need a sponsor. Yeah. yeah and, we really do. And, and this is one uh, possibly that uh, we really need because... Looking at that T-shirt you have on right now, come on, it's a mess. We haven't been there laundromat. I know you've got a mustard stain the it's size of Wisconsin it's on right that thing there on the front of my shirt. Okay, that was one good hot dog. <laughs> but it was. Well, uh, possibly this sponsor can help us out. Okay, give it a listen. Okay. Hangover dirt. Hangover dirt. The clothes you wash in your washing machine are they really clean? Or do the products you use leave residues of hangover dirt? Hangover dirt! Hangover dirt! Use Instant Fells method for your washing machine. For Instant Fells method gets clothes super clean. Whether washing sheets or your husband's shirt. Instant Fells method gets out hangover dirt. Hangover dirt. Hangover dirt. Instant Fells method. 
it gets out, hangover dirt. It sounds like there's a spaceship trying to land on Rosie. I know, it's weird, isn't <laughs> what it? What the hell is that? Well, there's a laundromat just down about a half a block down. I don't down. care about the laundromat. <laughs> what is hangover dirt? I don't know what the hell hangover dirt is. I can't but whatever out. it is. Instant fells, nap that gets out, hangover dirt. Back it up. We're back it up. Of course, that's what we do. We being do. the derriers, we the back up people mostly, but uh, our, our, our RVs sometimes. We, you know, it's fun because we have that thing that makes it sound like we can just stand outside and go beep, 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 which is really fun at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, people just, love it. They love that. Yeah, they, they, they do. Oh, look at these fun guys next door. <laughs> Not so much. This is why we carry the beer. Yeah, well, that's it's the apologetic beer. That's right. That's yes. exactly right. It is. Well, you know, this is the part of the show where we uh, we like to ask people kindly. Um, oh, su- suggest um, beseech. I've uh, been looking at synonyms. You apparently have implore. Yes. Oh, that's on here. Oh yeah. Uh, some maybe plead. I'm done. You've got the list. Uh, well, okay. Beg. Okay, beg. Is, we is like to beg like people to beg. Uh, yeah. if we have to to go to our websites if you would. The one for this show is. The Derriers.com. Yes. Please, do, I, I, I beseech you. We cannot say this often enough. Do not forget the the, the on it's the Derriers. It's a small thing. Yes, but it, if you forget it, you will never forget. No, you will never forget uh, it. Where you go. Nah. Uh, but uh, so if, if you, and of course, the one for the band is. Threetrailswest.com with the num- number three. Right. The numeric three on there. And yes. if you go to either of those websites, uh, you will find a lot of. Content. content and if you look at it, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented but there's so much you could become confused, confused. In which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll get you straightened out. Yeah, that's true. You're messing uh, with me this afternoon. Okay? Well, yes. I don't think you've gotten enough sleep lately. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Okay. Okay, but uh, there are contact us tabs at both websites, or you can get directly to us by using our email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D. At thederriers.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, mm-hmm. at thederriers.com. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, you know, uh, also, if you go to thederriers.com and go to the Americana Roadshow tab, you can download or listen to uh, any of our past episodes at your leisure, preferably. In your leisure suit. Yeah. Double-knit polyester. Yeah, big, long collars. If Absolutely. you do that, please send us a picture. We'll post it we on We want to see that. Yeah. Uh, well, Leo, uh, I think we are back to you. You know, I was talking uh, to the lady that runs the uh, the Shady Grove RV Park here. Right here. Yeah. Alice. And Alice. Mm-hmm. And she was a nice lady and everything. And I said, you know, a lot of what caused us to be like what, what we are was this uh, television, this radio series back in the 60s and uh, called Chicken Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, Chicken Man. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. I couldn't believe she didn't know about Chicken Man. She didn't? No. Wow. And it occurs to me that maybe a lot of people don't know about Chicken Man. Oh, and you think maybe you should... This stuff is serious broadcast journalism. That's true. And we we really need to educate people. We need to educate people. Yeah, maybe we could apply for a grant. You think? (laughs) I don't think Grant could make it. Okay. Well, I can't wait, Leo. What do you got? Well, I've got the very first kind of introductory... Now, listen, Chicken Man is still on the air, and so you can find it. Okay. okay. But if you've never heard Chicken Man, you have no idea. This is what warped us, I think, into the way we are now. Well, it's a part of it. It's a part of it. Yeah, there were many varied things, but, but it was a big part. It's so the Chicken Man American radio series was created by a guy named Dick Orkin. 
And it was basically created as a one-time thing, just a spoof, you know, like Batman or something. But it was created in 1966 on Chicago radio station WCFL, and then it was syndicated. But the the biggest uh, subscriber was the uh, Armed Forces Radio during the Vietnam uh, Vietnam War. Oh, really? Oh, man. There were soldiers over there who just, you know, lived for this thing every day. Okay. So there's a little two-minute segments, but it's nuts. There's so much to say about these guys. Instead, I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put together the introductory uh, episode of Chicken Man. Are you ready? I can't wait. Here we go. Now, another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. Chicken The office of the police commissioner of Midland City. Yes, come in. Uh, commissioner? What? Oh, yes, I am. My name is Benton Harbor. He carries in his right hand a large suitcase. Put down your large suitcase, Mr. Harbor, and tell me what I can do for you. Monday through Friday, Commissioner, I am regularly employed as a shoe salesman for a large downtown department store. Yes. However, my weekends will be free, and therefore I will be available to you as the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. And you will be known as... I will be known as Chicken Man. Miss Helfinger, please bring your notepad and pencil and come into my office immediately. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming so quickly. Miss Helfinger, this is Mr. Benton Harbor. Hello, Miss Harbor. No, I'm Miss Helfinger. You're Mr. Harbor. Oh, yes. How do you do? Please take a note, Miss Helfinger, that Mr. Harbor will be available on weekends to fight crime as... Yes. Chicken Man. Chicken Man? Chicken Man. Benton Harbor opens the large suitcase. He removes from it a strange costume covered with thousands of tiny feathers. Immediately, he begins climbing into it. Would uh, somebody give me a hand? Of course. Certainly. Just hold up the left wing, please. That's it. Uh, Fine. There you go. Miss Helfinger, we'll need to know how to get in touch with Mr. Harbour. Now the right wing. May I have your phone number, Mr. Harbour? Of course. Watch the feathers, please. My phone number is... Well... Born this day in Midland City... The white-winged warrior who will strike terror into the hearts of criminals everywhere. Would somebody want to get my zipper back there, please? Yes, of course. Oh, watch it back there. Be listening tomorrow for another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. Okay, it's a show within a show. <laughs> I'd never heard the uh, the origin story. That's oh, great. Man. This that, that yeah. whole series got me through the '60s. Oh, I remember you know the the, the other stuff, but I'd never heard the uh, original. That's there great, Leo. Thank you. Very very crazy. Well, great. Well, now I guess it's on you. <laughs> what are you gonna do, Ron? Well, I was going to going to go into a real nice uh, fingerstyle guitar type of thing, but. Uh, that's too much of a jump. So I'm going to do something a little weirder uh, to get us out of that. Uh, a group by the name of Trailer Bride. And they're uh, were a Chapel Hill, North Carolina-based uh, alternative country rock band that were signed to Bloodshot Records. Bloodshot. Yeah. Keeps okay. coming up. They keep yeah. coming up, okay. So they're known for kind of a Southern Gothic sound. Um, and they're, they're, the songs are described as spooky and often contain dark themes of 
death, sin, and sex. <laughs> oh, well, that's my kind of music. <laughs> so there you go, you know. Um, so the, their first album featured songs of, of a, a, a local guy um, around Chapel Hill, uh, and, and his name was uh, Jesco. His name was uh, Jesco White, and they called him the Appalachian Dancing Outlaw. And they met. <laughs> it's a, oh, come it's on. a great story. And they met him while they were uh, doing a, a festival. And this guy, uh, Jesco White, told uh, the lead singer, he said, I don't get out much on account of being famous. <laughs> <laughs> and so they used that line in one of their tunes, which is not this tune. But anyway, um, here's a quote, which I think is just great. It says, One gets the sense. This is about the band that while they might not have seen Robert Johnson make his bargain with the devil, Trailer Bride, which is the name of the band, may have been around when the deal went bad and debts were collected. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trailer Bride is the band for the tragic, flawed figure in all of us, reaching for the heavens while keeping one eye on the gutter. <laughs> So this is from uh, the title cut from their album, Trailer Bride from 2001, High Seas. A 
that people are going to figure out that we're having too much fun. <laughs> you know, I got to say, I think that song was about the fitting in to this show. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, we've we've done um, uh, Fells Neff the Detergent and um, Chicken Man. Chicken Man. <laughs> we've been around the horn this... Uh, uh, boy, I tell you what, we need to take a deep breath, and uh, I think we need to put ourselves in timeout for just a little while. <laughs> Catch our breath. Let's go find a quiet place. Yeah, before we leave town. Before we leave town, yeah. Okay, let's do that. And speaking of that, uh, we need to figure out where we're going next week. That's true. we got to get out of here. Yeah, so um, let's see. I threw the dart next week, last week, so uh, I'll get the map. You get the map. And uh, you get to throw the dart. It's uh, back It's back. It's way back. I know. I moved it just a little bit. Yeah, right. You find it? Yeah. Okay, okay, there it is. There it is. Oh, Oh, man, it's a mess. Okay, let me get it put up here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think it'll stay. Log it up. You can see right through it. I know. It's it's kind of beautiful. It It is. In a way. I think we said lace before, but it's getting more lacy as we go. I guess so, yeah. So uh, get the dart. Oh, the dart. Spoons Roar 2. Right. Okay, be careful. Right over here. We don't need any more bloodshed. I'm being careful. We talked about bloodshot records. No. I got it, I got it. Okay, okay there okay, it is. Get over okay. in the circle. Okay. Okay, you ready? No. Okay, here goes. Okay. One, two, three. Throw the dart, throw the dart. Oh, Oh wow. Central. How did I do? Uh, Colorado, that's good. You know, Colorado seems like a nice, quiet place. Yeah, uh, Commerce City, Colorado. Again. We'll go buy something. We'll go buy something. I guess. It covers. Yeah, okay. Good good toss, Leo. We need to go, you know, quiet for a little while. Yeah. Okay, one. so let's uh, let's go get our uh, what's about us. And tomorrow we'll take off and uh, we'll head that direction. And uh, boy, oh boy, we'll do this again next week. This has been some fun, actually. It has been a great time. I've it's, enjoyed it's it. It's time to go. Yes. All right. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, we'll do that and we'll be back here next week right here on... Truckers Radio, USA. And don't forget to look out behind you. It's the Derriere.